on this episode of This Is Game Boy. song all right welcome back everyone to another episode of this is game boy episode 55 even i'm e blood candy and with me as always for the big episodes is Willa. hello i am hello. indeed here yes you are we uh we're a bit late on this episode life kind of got ahead of us and then retrothon and then life. Yeah, more so. life, yes. Very much life, actually. Yeah. A lot of life. Yeah. <laughs> not not going to uh, go into details or anything, but mine no. has completely changed over the course of a few months. So, uh, Yeah, mine, mine is starting to change, so... Yeah. Um, but yeah, so... Uh, that we'll start with you, Mo. Uh, games with uh, you know life involved. <laughs> yeah, games are not really part of my life anymore. <laughs> to be honest, um, I mean, I I still try, of course, when I can, and it it will become a bigger part again later on. But for now, it's it's all still like scheduling and things like that that that, that are changing. So. I'm, I don't always have the time to play games, or even the need to play games. I don't know if you can call it that. Like, I still like to play games, of course, but uh, I don't have, like, these big periods of time available for me to just sit down and, and actually play a game. Like, people who follow me on stream will have noticed that it's been a month that I've streamed or something like that. I don't know. Uh, I, I just don't really have the opportunity to. But uh, whenever everything gets settled, uh, probably we'll have some more time again. We will see. Uh, but yeah, for now, like last week was my birthday. Yay. Uh, cross that. Happy birthday. Yeah, thank you. Uh, 36. Uh, unbelievable. Hey. Like time flies by ever so fast. Incredible. You're older than me now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> by a few months probably. <laughs> but, <laughs> but yeah. Um, so I got a, a Steam gift for my birthday. Um, so I played that a little bit just to show my appreciation <laughs> because I received a gift. Uh, but it's like I've only played like an hour and a half. But uh, it's a game called MacPixel 3, which is the long-awaited sequel to MacPixel. Because there's no MacPixel 2 at all. It just went straight oh to MacPixel 3. Um, it's it's just a funny joke game where you play as MacPixel, who is a pixel character, like very pixelated character, uh, and you get put into these silly situations where you have to save the day. I think in the first one you always had to like defuse a bomb in some way uh, by using the objects that are on the screen available to you but one will lead to the solution and the others will lead to like a funny stupid joke basically and and this is the sequel to that it has like a 
a world to explore where you can find new stuff uh, before you dive into the actual quote-unquote WarioWare stylish mini-game sections uh, where you have to figure out how to actually save the day. And if you don't, you get the joke and then you move on to the next part. Uh, but you go back until you have solved it the actual quote-unquote puzzle uh, it's a it's a really fun game uh everybody should check it out I, I don't think mcpixel and mcpixel 3 cost that very much uh but they're fun because they're like very short mini games that you have to beat basically well, it's not a mini game you just have to <laughs> click on an object or something and something will happen uh but uh yeah fun game i think i'm like 25 percent through or something like that uh definitely will play more of it it's it's definitely not a long game either as far as i can see unless you want to perfect <laughs> everything uh but yeah it, it's fun it's it's like very dumb dumb jokes like a lot of toilet humor and things like that uh it's just a, a fun time but yeah that's literally all i have been playing for what the past month and a half or something uh since we last recorded uh so yeah that that's my section it's over already there we go I just looked up McPixel on Steam. <clears throat> they have a McPixel trilogy that only <laughs> includes two games. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> and it's nine dollars and eighty-eight cents. Yeah, it's it's very cheap. Uh, definitely worth a shot. Like, e or wait for a sale, even maybe. But I mean, it, it's worth the price that they are asking. Oh, you for. know, you know what those characters remind me of? Just looking at them now. They remind me of the uh, sprites from uh, Settled, which was a pixel horror game. Right, right. Yeah, it, it, it looks familiar to a lot of games. Uh, like I, I can't pinpoint the style exactly, but uh, yeah, if, if you look at a screenshot, you, it's very recognizable for sure. Uh, well, so I'm still playing Kirby's Return to Dreamland. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm finally the final world. Uh, I've been playing that game since launch, so don't feel too bad. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've been playing that game since launch. That came out, like, what, mid-March? I, I um, think so, yeah. But I am in the final world. I'm trying to 100% it as well, too. So, But I'm in the final world. Um, so hopefully a couple hours and I'll be done with that. Ain't my, ain't my favorite Kirby. Not a big fan of Return to Dreamland. <clears throat> no, I don't know why. I just, I'm just not a big fan of it. I'm not even sure that I played the Wii one. Like, I can't remember. I know the one thing was the big sword that was, like, new. Like, the power-ups get big. Oh, yeah, and, yeah. And, and that, power-ups. kind of fun. Yeah, that's all I... No, so I'm not sure if I actually played it or not. They're they're fun unless you have the ball. Uh, to the the amount of death I have had with the ball. So like I have like 75 lives in this game. Like it's just so easy to get one ups. But like when I'm in the ball power up, I just die because <laughs> ball power up's stupid. <laughs> um, but I I don't know. I, it might be might just because the lack of just like characters. Like, you have Wispy, which is great, right? Mm-hmm. But, like, in, like the, so a little bit of a spoiler if you've never played Return to Dreamland. You get to fight, like, these little, like, munchy-looking bats at, like, midway points to get, like, 
cogwheels and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And like the final boss of Dreamland is just a chompy bat. Like it's yeah. not DD, it's not Nightmare, it's not Zero, it's just a chompy bat that you've already fought like 15 times. It's just like, like, come on. Like, but we're in the, I'm in the final world now and we'll see, we'll see what happens with that. Hopefully, it, <laughs> like, apparently I'm not going to fight a dragon, but yeah. So now it's, now it's Kirby Superstar, which, you know, is probably bottom three of my Kirby list as well, too. <laughs> I don't like Superstar, so I've never been a big fan of Superstar. That's too bad. Cool idea, don't get me wrong. Super cool idea, but I just never never was a fan of it. And Return of the Dream Light is probably the bottom of that list now, too. Just not a big fan of that Kirby game. <laughs> Forgotten Land, though. Play that. Top tier Kirby game. Absolutely amazing. Yeah. Uh, Don't play the other Kirby game on Switch either. (laughs) Uh, I already forgot what it was called. Star Allies. Yeah, don't play Star Allies. That game is dog dog (laughs) water too. So. Nah, I I (laughs) I enjoyed it, but it wasn't the great one. No. You had like four power ups. Alright, uh, oh, the only ba- another bad thing about Return to Dream, like, clean isn't even a power-up. Oh. Come on now. <laughs> the best power-up's not even in the game. It wasn't uh, invented yet, baby. It was, it was in Dreamland 3. Oh, yeah, I always forget that sp- game. Oh, my God. Because that one I don't like. <laughs> That's how you speedrun it. Coup and clean, man. Alright, uh, WoW Classic. So we're actually ending Phase 2 of WoW Classic, so we'll be getting into the next patch here soon. So, a little bit of a ramp up there before it dies down. No one cares. Mario Golf <laughs> Switch. Uh, oddly enough, I, I play... The, the game I play the most on Switch is Mario Golf, and I play it online. So, uh, I actually have... I think I'm like top 100 world rank right now Damn. in Mario Golf Switch. <laughs> so uh yeah yeah i get all the skins and everything to, i don't know why i just like mario golf switch it's a very fun and relaxing game um also i've been playing some of the game boy switch stuff finally so i've been playing alone in the dark which is a game boy color game uh really really cool game Awesome concept. I am so lost. I don't even know what to do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I should check that um, out sometime. Actually, it's a really cool game. So, like, it's a it's just an adventure puzzle game that you go into a haunted house basically, and every once in a while you'll go into like action scenes where you have to like defend yourself, <laughs> and uh, the action scenes aren't too hard, but. Uh, yeah, it's it's a very cool game. Uh, I just I wish I knew where the hell I was going. In it. <laughs> yeah, you wouldn't expect that from a, Alone in the Dark on Game Boy, I guess. Uh, especially not because all the later Alone in the Dark games weren't yeah. that particularly amazing. Like I enjoyed the one on PS3, even though it was hot garbage, but. Uh, <laughs> It really was. It, it, it's really not that great of a game, but I, I did enjoy playing it. But yeah, that's fair. 
Uh, I played a bit of Tetris last night, so I haven't played Tetris in a hot minute, and it definitely showed. <laughs> so I was trying just to keep up on that a little bit, just to keep my, my puzzle puzzle awareness high a little bit for uh, just games in general. Uh, and the Saints... Oh God, the crappy Saints Row game for the PS5, PS4, whatever console you play on. The newest crappy Saints Row game. <laughs> It's getting either a DLC or an expansion, so of course I gotta get ready for that. Even though I hated the most recent Saints Row game, um, so. <laughs> and then, uh, what well, I played more? Oh, I just finished a, a big multi-world uh, archipelago multi-world. Um, they just released new games for Archipelago multi-world and links. Link's Awakening DX was finally part of the package. Which, by the way, if anyone from Archipelago does listen to this podcast, please fix how to launch Link's Awakening DX for Archipelago to read. Because holy hell, <laughs> is it just impossible to do. Unless, just There's just so much trial and error. So, like, typically, if you've never done Archipelago, typically, when you get it all set up, you, you download... You download your files, and you just open up the Archipelago file, and it just launches the game. <coughs> Excuse me. It just launches the game for you. Uh, and then you just go, you connect it with a Lua script or a whatever, and you just play the game. Not a big problem. It, a lot of it is very streamlined. But with Link's Awakening DX, you have to open up Archipelago, refresh the folder so you can get the most recent version of the ROM, open up the ROM, go into the configuration, go into the Lua scripts, go find the Lua connector, go back into Archipelago, click connect, hope to God that the data or the server is up to date. If it's not, go onto the Archipelago website, refresh the server, go back into your Archipelago client, connect, hope to God it connects, get to a valid state, which is the overworld, and then open up magpies, and then it's, oh my God. <laughs> that is way too much. Oh, it was it's it took me forever to figure out the order of events just to play the damn game. But uh we eventually got through it, but uh, we know we had a really big archipelago world uh, this time around. Uh and it was only like 5 of us playing, but I think we had like 35 games in the pool. Damn. <laughs> um I I did uh, DKC3 Banana Birds. Uh, which was actually a lot of fun. I haven't done Banana Birds in a while. Uh, I did Link, A Link to the Past, and then I did Link's Awakening DX. And by the way, like if you think the game is broken in a speedrun, play it on a randomizer where people <laughs> can find your items for you. I had Fire Rod was the first item I had. Wow, that's... Uh, and <laughs> that uh, you want to talk about broken. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. Fire Rod's already a broken item in the game. It, late in the game. Fire Rod is extremely broken right away in the game. <laughs> yeah, it's literally so, the last thing you get in the game, so... <laughs> yeah. It's literally the last thing you get in the game. And, uh, yeah. But, um... It was fun. I, I'm, I'm, glad I, I'm glad I did. I really... I forgot a lot of LIDX because I, I did the trade sequence as well too because you have to do all your checks and whatnot. Mm -hmm. 
And uh, so I had to remember the trade sequence. I had to remember a lot of stuff, but uh, it was a lot of fun. I didn't use any of the big glitches. Like, I didn't do, like, the super jumps or stuff like that. Uh, I played it like a normal human would. Uh, otherwise, I probably would have beaten the game in the three hours instead of the eight hours it took. <laughs> right, yeah. But, um, yeah, beyond that, the only thing I really have going on this one now is just GDQ, so. Which we'll talk about way, way later. Yeah. All right. Well, with that, uh, when we come back, we're going to talk about everyone's favorite Wario game. Super Mario Land 3. Stay tuned. Alright, welcome back everybody. Super Mario Land 3. Interesting, A, first of all. They call it Super Mario Land 3. You know, but uh, since this is a game that features Mario. But, um, released in Japan uh, January 21st, 1994. US, March 13th, 1994. And then Europe, May 13th, 1994. Developed and published by Nintendo. And the composers are really interesting for this. So you got Ryo, uh, Ryoji Yoshitomi? Tommy? Yoshitomi? <laughs> Yoshitomi, I suppose. But, yeah. But uh, he's he's still doing sound credits. Uh, it looks like his most recent is the Mario Rabbids games. So, and Mario Strikers. So he's still, he's still doing stuff, but... Uh, Let's see here. Oh, I've got full credits. Mario Land. So, Wario Land 4, the WarioWare games, Metroid 2, Game Boy Wars, Mario Paint. Um, the, the, the person's been around for a long, long time. Mm-hmm. Let's just say that. 91 through literally this year. Uh, so they've been around for a long time, uh, doing a lot of sound audio stuff, sound supervi- sound supervision, direction, etc. <clears throat> and then you got, uh, I love pronouncing <laughs> Japanese names, Kozu Ishikawa. I, I, I think it's Kozue, but Kozue? again, Kozue. I, I, I don't know Japanese either, but I think it's Kozue Ishikawa. Oh. Kozue Shikao. All right. Um, I mean, that sounds like a Naruto name, so I think that's correct. All right. Well, if it sounds like Naruto, we're doing it right. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Not as many credits, but definitely some big name games. Uh, Link's Awakening being one of the big ones. Earthbound being a really big one. 
Wario Land 2, uh, Link's Awakening DX, obviously, Mario Tennis for the N64, Wario Land 3, uh, Star Fox 2, which is uh, pretty interesting, uh, and also helped out with I Want to Be the Bashi. Surprising, yeah. It's Bashi time. <laughs> and then uh, this game is a platformer, so. <laughs> what did you expect? <laughs> it is a platform. Mario Hotel. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, yeah, okay, no. <laughs> Nobody was expecting that. <laughs> All right, let's... All right. let's uh, plot time. Yeah, plots. And we have the manual, so we actually do have the plot, which is always useful. Yeah. It would have surprised me if we didn't have the manual for this game, because, I mean... If we didn't, it was probably in her scan download list that she needs to approve, because I have the manual over there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, maybe an upgrade of the manual. But yeah, we do have the manual, of course, because it's Wario Land. Why wouldn't we have this one? Um, so let's check out the story that's written down here. Remember Super Mario Land 2 Sig Golden Coins? Wario tried to take over Mario's castle but didn't have much luck. Wario, being the persistent guy he is, has not given up. Now he wants a castle more than ever before. One day, Wario was practicing being mean when he thought to himself, Rumor has it that the pirates of Kitchen Island have stolen the giant golden statue of Princess Toadstool. Mario is looking for it, but if I find it first, I could cash it in for a princess ransom. With the cash and the pirate's other treasure and coins, I could buy a palace that is way bigger than Mario's pathetic excuse for a castle. Yahaha, what am I waiting for? Full of confidence, Wario took off. He didn't even stop to think of how tough the brown sugar pirates were. Their leader, Captain Syrup, was known the world over for being a really rotten and ruthless guy. Even though she's a girl. But... Okay, uh, can Wario find the coins and treasure hidden on Kitchen Island? What will his new palace look like? Will he keep being so mean and... Uh, wow, that's that's just... That, wow. That is, that is not very nice of whoever wrote that. But yeah, let's find out. There you go, Wario's, that's the story. Wario's a very attractive guy, right? <laughs> yeah. He may have a big nose, but... <laughs> Plus, he's actually not mean, really. He's just... He's greedy. He's fair. Yeah, he's just very greedy. That's that's literally it. He just doesn't care about anything but money. But that doesn't mean yeah. he's mean. Miss Manuel, yeah. man, come on, dude. Yeah, biased. <laughs> tell a Mario person wrote this one. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's uh, that's pretty much it. You go to Kitchen Island to get the statue of Princess Toadstool slash Peach back, uh, and to get money. I'll always get money. I like the hint on the last page. I can outmuscle any of the creatures on the island, but I'll have to steer clear of their spikes, claws, and horns. <laughs> if I get a if I get a shot at their soft underbellies, I'll be able to knock the air out of them and toss them around. All right. <laughs> <laughs> this is a good manual. I, I really like this. Manual. This is actually a super good manual. Yeah. Oh, it even tells you like the, like the chart of like what, what things grant you what and like how it all works. Yeah. So like normal Wario, if he gets garlic or bull or whatever, okay, that's a super good manual. One of the better ones we've definitely have looked at. For sure. Uh, mechanics. So, 
again, this game is a platformer. Uh, so at its core, it's a pretty standard Mario platformer, uh, so to speak. Uh, you move through the stages, and you can either avoid or destroy enemies. Um, you want to you want to collect coins, actually, in this game, um, mm-hmm. and then power ups, extra lives. At the end of the world, uh, there is a a boss fight. So, and some stages do have secret exits that lead to hidden stages. Or hidden worlds where you you get your your treasures and stuff. Uh, the reason I say you want to collect these coins is because in this game uh, there are little like there's a skull with a coin insert on a stick that you show. Was it ten coins? I believe it is. Yeah, that, uh, it's been a month coins, since yeah. I played the game. Now <laughs> it's been a month since I played the game. Now you shove ten coins into it and. Um, you can activate checkpoints. I believe that you can activate hidden doors with it as well, too. So <clears throat> You open up the, um, the exit of the stage with it. So. Exit, yeah. that's what it is, yeah. So you got to make sure you have at least 10 coins with you. Uh, where Wario Land... Uh, where Wario Land... Di- where Wario Land Divers... Divers? The, that That's supposed to be diverses, not divers. <laughs> 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 divers <laughs> I was I read like we're waterland I'm like wait what <laughs> diver just even that's that's even that yeah there we go <laughs> <laughs> now, now I got even more confused by the divers <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Our notes are just ten out of ten. <laughs> um, Mario Land diverges from the path. Uh, however, is that treasure hunting becomes a part of the game in some of the stages. So you will need to find hidden keys and bring them over to treasure chests. Uh, however, it is not required to beat the game, but it does make the ending a lot more satisfying. Mm-hmm. Um, this also means Wario Land is a little bit of a puzzle platformer uh, as well, too. So, um, I personally, we'll talk about this much, much later, but go for the go for the treasure if you can. I actually take the time. It's a cool game. Um, whenever you game over, a treasure will be taken away. If you have no treasures, you lose half of your coins. Yeah. And that's... That's for the tally that you get at the end of each stage. Like at, yep. at the end of each stage, you will uh, collect all the coins you had in in your treasure box, I guess. Um, so you will lose half your coins over there if you game over. Um, <clears throat> yeah, let's dive into the controls, which are of course super simple because hey, it's still like a Mario slash Wario game. Um, so. So, and it's Game Boy. Yeah, and it's Game Boy, yeah. So it's always easy to control your character, except for when you play uh, the awful, awful Super Mario 64, of course. But um, when it comes to <laughs> Wario Land, uh, the A button jumps, as you might expect. The B button attacks. There are some uh, difference differences for the B attack. However, uh, if you turn into small Wario, you cannot attack. Um, 
Normal Wario will do a shoulder bash when pressing B. Bull Wario does a stronger shoulder bash and can also stick to the ceiling if you hold up, but that has nothing to do with, with the B button, of course. Um, Dragon Wario will use a flamethrower. And Jet Wario basically also does a shoulder bash, but it's a flying shoulder bash that takes uh, like a, quite a while to... Uh, to run out and you can basically also abuse the jet warrior to keep yourself afloat for for an entire stage but uh yeah then you will miss out on a lot of the stage of course um so if you press up plus b you will produce that 10 coin if you have 10 coins that is so it's one coin that's for 10 uh you can use this for the checkpoints opening the exit door but it can also be used as a projectile to take out enemies um, and then there's the down button, and that's the duck button, like most of the times. You can also move around while uh, you're in the ducked position. Oh. Those are the controls. Very simple. Very easy to understand. Yep. <clears throat> nothing nothing crazy in the game yet, like having a piece of fire land on you and then using that fire to break through the blocks. No, that that's for the next game. <laughs> That's for the rest of the Wario Land series, mm -hmm. basically. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> but, uh, yeah, power-ups. So we got... Okay, I got to pull up that menu again. So we got garlic. So if you're normal Wario and you get the garlic, you turn into bull Wario. Mm -hmm. All I you is turn into bull Wario regardless with garlic. <clears throat> so no matter what hat you're wearing, you turn into bull Bull Wario, yeah, which is the the shoulder charging Wario. Yeah, except if you're small Wario, then you just turn yeah, into, unless you're tiny, normal, you turn into normal, yeah. normal size Wario. Um, then Bull Pot is what we just talked about—the shoulder charge. Dragon Pot is the flamethrower, um, and then Jet Pot is the well, flying one. The pots are kind of cool looking too. Uh, the Bull Pot, it just it, it resembles a bull with a little like thing on top of it. Um, the jet pot almost looks like a rabbit, in my opinion. Yeah, it's it's um, a it's a hint uh, to the carrot in uh, in the previous yeah. Mario, Mario Land, Land game. Too. Yeah, and then the dragon looks like a, a cloud with a bow on top of it. Yeah, I'm not sure what that is supposed to I represent. No it, I always thought it was a very weird. Uh, Weird thing, yeah. I I think it's just like you view it from the front, kinda. So you have the two nostrils and then oh, the the, the eye. I that's the only thing I can think of. But even then, it still looks weird. If anybody has an idea of what it's supposed <laughs> to look like, please let me know. But yeah, I don't know. I have no idea. Maybe I just caught the cloud power up. <laughs> yeah. Um. And then you get the star, so the star makes Mario invisible for a short period of time, just like Mario games, runs faster, and while he's invisible, he can get hearts by defeating enemies. <clears throat> Wario gets heart points, or yeah, Wario gets a heart point for every enemy he defeats. If Wario picks up a heart, uh, his heart points go up by 10, and when Wario reaches 100 heart points, you get an extra life. Uh, at the bottom of the screen, you can see how many heart points you have obtained. Mm -hmm. uh, and then you have the key, which opens the treasure rooms. Uh, when you find a key, search for a skeleton door with a keyhole. 
all in the same course and then toss the key in and cash it. Yeah. So. And make sure you're not small, Wario, because you need a power-up to open the actual treasure chest. So, uh, yes. Yeah. So, it's <laughs> it's not only good finding the key and the door, you also need a power-up to get inside. Well, you, once you're inside. Yeah. yeah. And then coins, well, you need to collect the coins to turn into the plus 10 to even leave the stage. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. You, you need to collect X amount of coins in general. Yeah, and I love how this game shows you how that works, because in the first stage you get a free pass, and in the second stage one of the enemies actually shows you how to do it. Uh, so it's, uh, they did that pretty cool, actually. Because yeah. <laughs> yeah, otherwise, I mean, you could read the... Is it in the manual? I'm not sure if it's in the manual. Oh yeah, yeah, it is in the manual, but yeah. Yeah, it is. It, it's still a clever way of showing it to you throughout the game uh, for people who might not have the manual anymore or just don't like to read things. So, yeah. If you're having a hard time finding loose coins, <clears throat> just kill an enemy. I think I think all or most enemies drop a coin. So. Yeah, for sure. <clears throat> Alright. Enemies. Enemies are so good. So we got the the wandering go- the wandering goom. Uh, which is like one of the first enemies you'll see mm-hmm. in uh, pretty much the entire game. Um, harmless, but Wario could shake it for a coin or two. So, um, it's your atypical Goomba. Like, yeah. beat it up. You know, it's not going to hurt you. Then you get the pirate Goom, uh, who has a spear. So, uh,. He looks like he has like the. He looks like he has a helmet on. So like the upper half is black, and the bottom half is white, and he has a little spear in his hand. Uh, it almost looks like a spear waddle d. Yeah. But uh, those guys, you want to charge in the back and then shake them up. Otherwise, if you charge them in the front, you ain't gonna have a good time. Then you have the droppers, uh, which they kind of hang out on the ceiling. And they drop down. They're kind of the think of the uh, the spiky guys that uh, Lakitu throws out of the out of the cloud. Mm-hmm. But they hang out. They hang out. And when they land, instead of the spikes being on top, they're upside down. Um. Yeah, they just try to fall on Wario. So you either got to be quick to go under, underneath of them, or you want to do the little the little juke step to uh, to let them fall down. Then jump on them, pound them, what do you want to do to them? <clears throat> and then pinwheel, now we're getting underwater. The the sea the this sea dragon spins into a blade when it spots enemies. So it's gonna see you, it's gonna turn into a saw blade and then charge at you. <clears throat> and then hel hel helmut. I don't like the way they spell helmet. <laughs> um Swims up and then swims up and down under the water. Uh, has a spike on top of its head, so it's a helmet with one spike on top, basically, uh, and just thrusts up and down. Pretty easy to avoid. Then what I would call a thwomp in Mario, they call a pouncer in Wario yeah. Land. Um, the sturdy creature drops down and pursues Wario. Wario can get a lift on its flat top, so it's a thwomp. If you've ever played Super Mario Bros. 3, um, 
a one, two. I think they're in one as well, aren't they? Maybe two. I don't remember. If you ever play Super Mario Bros. 3, you know what a thwomp is. Yeah. Those stone things that come dropping down on top of you. Um, then you got Pencoon. <laughs> pirate is part of... This pirate is part penguin and part raccoon. Watch out for its spiked stomach ball. So, uh... Think of DDD, but if he had a spike on his belly. That's pretty <laughs> much what you're looking yeah. at there. Yeah. Um... Then you get DD, the dangerous duck, is a boomer. I love this part. <laughs> it's a boomerang throwing baddie. When Wario sees the weapon coming, he should duck too. <laughs> I never, I never realized I was a boomerang until I just now read. That. Oh, I really? Always thought it was just a, I just thought he threw his sword. <laughs> when it comes back. Why, why wouldn't it be a boomerang? I don't know. Video game logic. <laughs> But I don't know. And then you got Buckethead. Buckethead is probably the coolest looking sprite in my opinion. Uh, this cool customer spits icy crystals. Um, yeah, he's just kind of like a white oval with like a skull in his forehead and has a bucket on his head. <laughs> yep. Looks I don't know. It's perfect. Um, then you got floaters. <laughs> I hope not. Um, wow. <laughs> Wario, <laughs> Wario, Wario can ride this creature in the air. Uh, the arrow on its on its ball shows the direction that it will float. A knock on the head will change its direction. Yeah. Uh, um. The, the sprite looks weird. That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> it's like a hip. It looks like a hippo head. Yeah, or you could see something. Way yeah, di- yeah, way, yeah, way 100%. different there. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. Yeah, it's it's they they, 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 they definitely knew what they were doing with that one. They knew yeah. what they were doing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Those are all the enemies in the manual. There are a few more, not that many, but uh, yeah, there are a lot of birds and bats that float down, and uh, yeah, and there, there's one guy that like has like a spiky ball that he. Uh, swings around. Uh, those are those are not in the manual, but these are the ones you will definitely see the most of. Um, yeah, and basically you can hit them all, unless on the part where they have a spike. Uh, so unlike uh, Super Mario Land Two or Super Mario Land One or or whatever, if you touch an enemy, technically you don't get hurt unless it's a spiked part of them. Uh, so that that's a little different than people are used to. Uh, but yeah, the, the reason why is because all of these enemies can be stunned by either jumping on their head or, or something like that. And can be picked up to throw at other enemies. Uh, oh, that's, that's a thing that Wario does that Mario cannot do. He picks up enemies. Um, when it's the small enemies, he can still walk around at the same speed, but if it's one of the bigger ones, you, you will slow down a little bit. So it's a pretty pretty nice mechanic, actually. It's because Mario's a weak man. Yeah. Mario is weak. He should have been in the spotlight. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Super Luigi lads. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, yeah, that's, that's pretty much it. Uh, 
when it comes to the enemies. There are a few special enemies that are technically not enemies, but um, one of one example is a pelican that you can find with like some kind of basket on his head. Uh, if you throw an enemy into their basket, they will drop a few ten coins uh, afterwards. Oh, that's a good way to uh, to get some money if you can find them. They're rare, but they are around. Well, yeah, uh, the enemies you will of course see in the worlds, because uh, this game basically is split up into a few worlds, even though you're still on Kitchen Island. Uh, and the game has 40 stages, or as they call it, courses in total. Uh, if you find them all, that is, because there are a few hidden ones. Um, but first, you start off at the Arise Beach, pretty much your tutorial world if you can call it that here you will uh, meet most of the enemies that you will see throughout the game um, they <clears throat> all the stages are very straightforward uh, one has a secret exit that you actually cannot get yet uh, more on that soon um, but yeah i think it's four stages that you can access from the start and in the end you will face off against uh, some kind of spiky koopa troopa guy um, and apparently his name is Toge Bro. Uh, I, I, I don't know, but he's like he's like a big uh, Koopa Troopa with spikes on uh, his head and his back. So you can only hit him on his belly uh, when he stops spinning around or, or running around. Um, I think it takes three hits to take him down. Um, you can combo him if you're quick enough. Uh, because he does go into like a spinning move whenever you hit him. But if you're quick enough, you can actually just hit him three times and, and he's, he's done for. So that's pretty cool. Uh, I think he also floats up in the sky and then you can hit his belly yeah. that way. He, oh. he goes underground as well. To yeah. Dive, man. All right. Yeah. yeah. See, I, I forget all of those mechanics because I just combo him down. So, uh, but yeah, he's a pretty easy boss um, if you pay attention. Um, but after you beat the boss, you could move on to the next world, but actually Rice Beach will flood. Uh, so the, the, tide, the tide comes in, right? Yeah, that's how you say it, because uh, otherwise it would go away, yeah. So the tide comes in, and that means some of the levels will change, like some of the levels will, uh, will be a little bit more underwater, and that will give you uh, access to a few um, hidden treasures that you couldn't access before, and also makes you able to go through one of the hidden exits that will take you to the uh, secret stage of Rice Beach. Oh, there you go. Easy. And then when you're done with Rice Beach, you go to Mount Teapot. Uh, cor yeah, Course 10 changes into Course 13 after dropping the teapot cover and changing the stage completely. So yeah, it it changes into the boss stage actually after a bit. Yeah, where you fight beef beef nay, huh? Uh huh. <laughs> Apparently, <laughs> I just call him bully call because it, he's a bull and he's a bastard, so he's a bully. Ha! Huh? I call him the, I call him the Minotaur. <laughs> oh sure, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but like, so like when you fight this boss, you kind of like on an American Gladiator platform. If you've ever watched American Gladiators. You're like on an American Gladiator platform, 
uh, where honestly you just shoulder charge the Minotaur. He's going to get stunned. You pick him up and throw him off the edge mm-hmm. into the water. And then uh, he gets upset. He comes back over. I think you just have to do it once, maybe. I think you have to do only do it once, yeah. Um, but it's, okay, it's a yeah. completely different mechanic than you would think because usually it's hit them three times. Uh, that took me a while as a kid to figure out. Actually, <laughs> I just had to throw him into the lava. But, yeah. It's it's yeah, cool that they tried yeah. something else. And then afterwards, you get to pull down on a, on a bucket. <laughs> yeah, that's so one of the so mini-games. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Uh, but yeah, Mount Teapot is basically your introduction to water stages. Uh, a lot of them are water-based stages. Yeah. Uh, especially on the bottom levels of the teapot. When you go up higher, it's more of aerial traversal stages. Uh, but down at the bottom, it's it's mostly wading through, through some water. Um, so this next world is actually the hidden world of this game, um, which you can access through one of the hidden exits in Mount Teapot. Uh, this is a world I did not know existed until I was already done with the game, and then trying to find everything I actually found out. Uh, but this is Sherbert Land, um, and that's your ice world of this game. Uh, the worst world, of course, because it's ice. The worst world. Yeah, and not only that, all of the stages have like very intricate puzzles to find all the treasures, and all of them, I think, except for the very first stage, has a secret exit, but the secret exit just takes you... Uh, like it's it's a square loop so depending on which exit you take you go to the right or to the left so it it, uh, in the end it doesn't really matter even which exit you take uh because you will do all of the stages except one if if you don't go the other way um but yeah this has a lot of switch puzzles that change up the environment throughout the stages and it's quite a hassle to uh to figure out what you're doing uh, the first time you're around. Um, the boss of this particular hidden world uh, is King Penguin, and it's the only boss that you can beat over and over and over again uh, because he doesn't uh, drop coins like the rest of the bosses do. He actually drops extra lives for you. So this is a good way to uh, to gain a lot of extra lives. It's a short stage. It's a very simple boss fight. Uh, where you just have to bounce into him three times and jump over him. That's that's literally it. Um, so, yeah. Good way to gain those extra lives if you might need them. Yeah, I think he drops three three ups. So, easy way to get nine lives. Yeah. Just by, just by beating him down. And from there we go into Stove Canyon. And, uh, let's see here. There it is. Stove Canyon. So this place here, I don't know, I, this is probably one of my favorite worlds, honestly. Mm-hmm. But, uh, this one here, you get, this is a lot of, it's, it's almost just pure platforming. Um, with some, with some secret exits, but, uh, the boss here, you got Fun Fun? <laughs> Apparently, yeah. I like how you call him Snot Nose. Because that's what he is. Him, I just call him Head. <laughs> but uh, he shoots. So, 
So this guy shoots uh, boogers out of his nose that bounce on the ground and whatnot. Wario's got to catch him and then throw him back into his face. Uh, it takes, I think, two or three hits, and then he's just done. So mm, tr- very, very easy fight. Three hits, yeah. Um, his other attack is like a lick that will destroy the... Uh... Um, ground on a block. Yeah. yeah, the problem with this boss is it's pure RNG, so he can either shoot stuff out of his nose immediately, or he can just bounce around and keep licking the ground uh, for the rest of the fight. Uh, you definitely do not want that. Um, it does take three hits, but if you are positioning yourself correctly, you can do the three hits with one of the uh, boogers. Um, if you Nice. If you, if you throw it and you stand under it again on the arc going down, you can just pick it back up again and throw it <laughs> throw it again. So again, a very fun yeah. way to take down the ball. It's not as easy as it sounds, but it's also not that hard once you figure it out. So, but yeah, the old death by booger. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. The Stove Canyon is the lava world of uh, yeah. of this game, and it has a lot of like escape sequences when lava will. Uh, come after you, but uh, yeah, it's it's mostly just getting over pits full of lava in this stage, which is very easy if you have the jet power up, of course, but it's also very easy to lose it, so yeah. Um, going out of Stove Canyon, you fall into the water again, uh, and you will make your way to the SST Cup. Um, I like the teacup levels themselves when you're you're actually on the ship, um, but the other stages, which is most of them, are again just water stages. Um, they are very slow. They are uh, not that much fun, in my opinion. Um, I wish there were more stages on the actual ship than than there were in the water, but I guess you you have to get there for some reason. I don't know. Um, at the end of the SSD Cup, you will find a very big bird. Like, <laughs> no idea what his name or her name is, but it's a bird. Um, there's two ways to damage uh, the bird. Either you jump on the smaller birds and jump on top of the head of the bird, or you jump on a small bird, pick it up, and throw it uh, into his head. That's how I always do that. Yeah. I love the sprite of the bird, too. It just has, like, the... It's like a punk rock bird with like a skull and crossbones on his belly. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Such a good spread. It's a very good spread, yeah, for sure. And then we go into <clears throat> Parsley Woods. What Zinisuki? That that's that's supposed to, that's the boss's name. I guess I oh. put it on on the wrong thingy, but. Yeah. I always just called it Ghost. Yeah, yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> it's Ghost. Uh, after draining the lake, you get access to some hidden treasures in previous courses. So kind of just like Rice Beach mm-hmm. a little bit there. Uh, but the ghost, so you get the spooky ghost. Mario shakes his boots a little bit there at the start of the fight. The ghost is going to flip up a coin, which is going to give a little ghouly boy with a, with a spear. Uh, if you get touched by either this, the, the big ghost, uh, Wario kind of gets frozen in place, so you got to be a little bit careful with that. Uh, the ghost, I feel like, has a pretty RNG fight as well, too. Mm-hmm. Um, 
where he's not float around and just if he wants to give you a, a ghouly spear boy, he will. Otherwise, you want to hit the the ghouly spear boys and try to collect them, and then you want to throw them back at the boss. Uh, I believe it takes three hits to, to knock them out, and then you uh, you've busted some ghosts. So. Yeah, this is definitely my least favorite boss of this game. Yeah, it is very like annoying because of the like shaking uh, that yeah. happens. It, it, usually, when you get hit and and start to shake, there's probably one of those spear ghosts right behind you to just poke you in your butt. So, uh, yeah, it's it's a very annoying fight. I remember it took me a long time to beat this guy when I was a kid. Like nowadays, it's a little bit easier. Um, but I but I think it's still <clears throat> a very very ugly boss fight. Um, they actually like in in the sequel Warrior Land two when you go to the ghost house, um, you also fight some kind of ghost at the end of course, and that is also the most annoying <laughs> boss in the entire game. So uh, yeah, I I think they just make these guys the most annoying things uh, throughout the series or something. I don't know why. But yeah, apparently his name is Zenisuki. I don't even know what that's supposed to mean. Like, Zeni is probably money. Um, thinking about, like, what? Like, One Piece, they have Zeni. And, and some other anime stuff as well. So, uh, yeah, I think it's pro it probably has to so something to do with Money Ghost or something like that. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, that's apparently his name. I don't know. Uh, but here. yeah, uh, moving on. Oh, you're you're looking it up, right? Yeah. So, Suki. Apparently, it's pronounced could I <laughs> Sure. Uh, is as much as you like. Oh, as much money as you like. <laughs> apparently. Okay. All right. Yeah, I don't know. I don't even know where. They got these names from. I just found them on the on the retro achievement list. So <laughs> I, I don't know. They could have been just made up for all I know. But I, I thought it was fun to put them in here as well. <laughs> uh, but yeah, going through the parsley woods, we finally arrive at the the syrup castle. Or yeah, the syrup castle. Syrup. 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 <laughs> I'm like, what the hell am I saying? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we finally arrive at the home base of the... Uh, what are these good guys called again? <laughs> I had it in the manual here. Jesus. Uh, la, 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 la. Let me go back. The Brown Sugar yes. Pirates. There we go. But I think it's just the, the... The the Syrup Pirates, to be honest with Whatever. <clears throat> we finally arrive there. Uh, Wario goes in and literally destroys the entire base of this operation slash castle. Uh, every time you beat a stage, you blow up part of the wall uh, until you finally reach the top. And um, Captain Captain Syrup, Jesus, what am I saying? Uh, <laughs> whatever. You find the pirate, Captain. Um, and you think you will have to fight her. But no, she actually has a... Uh, Genie in a lamp that she summons, and that is this, your final yeah. boss of the this stage. fight. Probably, maybe the most the most frustrated of all, because you have to grab the lamp and flip it. And if it doesn't land upright, you don't get a cloud to go up to go jump on what's her face's head mm -hmm. on the genie's and head. Like, yeah. 
Yeah, and it's just like, bruh, like, <laughs> can I... Lamp, please. Like, come on. Yeah, it can get pretty annoying. <laughs> but it's not a it's not a hard boss fight at all. It's just no, yeah. it's just annoying. It's, yeah, it's definitely annoying. Maybe there's a trick to make it land correctly each and every time. Uh, there probably is, but yeah. Uh, and then if it lands correctly, and the <laughs> the genie is too far away to jump on his head, you're you're just gonna get mad at that as well. Uh, but yeah, all in all, it's it's a pretty pretty easy uh, but annoying boss fight. Um, the castle itself is mostly made up uh, of hazards uh, like spike balls, lava pits, uh, spears that shoot from the wall. Is that this game? I I think it is when you're no. Oh no, it's it's those fireballs that come out of the wall, yep. right? Yeah, when you're trying to climb on ladders. Um, and Mario is a pretty big guy, so. It, it's not always that easy to uh, to actually dodge those things. Uh, but yeah, they kind of throw everything at you here. There's also like a mini-boss for the first time in this game, uh, which is one of the DD dangerous ducks that has like armor on him. Uh, you have to jump over him and hit him in the back three times. Of course, three times, because it's a Mario game. You can hit everything three times when it comes to bosses. Uh, so it was kind of cool that they did that. Like they put a little extra boss fight there. Uh, or mini boss fight. I, I thought that was pretty cool. Uh, but yeah, that's uh, that's all of the worlds that this game has to offer. Uh, not that many. The ending, is, the ending is the best. Because like the captain bombs like the, the hideout or the base. And then it shows the statue of Peach. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Then Mario comes on his little helicopter and magnet. Basically gives Wario the finger and just takes off <laughs> yeah, with the statue. Yeah, he, yeah, he. It looks like he's waving, but we all know he's just being like, "Screw you, Wario! You did all the work. I'm gonna take this back and uh, claim my cake or whatever Peach is offering this time." Oh. But he does have a genie lamp now. He does have that. So it's time to rub one off. No, I mean, rub the lamp. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> this is a bastard then... genie, however. Um, not only does it only grant one wish, but he also requires money for the wish. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, so of course Wario asks for his own castle. Um, and depending on how you did in the game, you will get one of uh, one, two, three, four, five. Six different endings. Oh. Yeah, so all this is based <laughs> off of the money you've collected and, well, the treasure you collected as well, too. So um, 300 gets you a birdhouse. A uh, little over 10,000 gets you a tree trunk. A little over 40,000 gets you a lock cabin. 70,000 gets you a pagoda. 90,000 gets you the castle, which is the canon ending. Mm-hmm. And then 99,000 plus, so like max, gets you a planet. <laughs> so. I guess maybe that one is canon if Wario World is. <laughs> oh. You could see it like that, even though Wario World does not mean you're playing on Wario's world at all. But you could, you could, you could see it like that, I guess. 
then getting all treasures and no coins will amount to 90,300, which is enough for the castle. Yeah. So that that's probably your best bet to do because collecting the coins, although it is fun, it's a waste of time in the end. Except for when you have to exit the stage, of course, but you only need 10 for that. But if you just go around and collect all the treasure, I don't know how many there are. Oh, it's the alphabet, so 26. That's yeah. easy. <laughs> so, is it 26, though? Is it the entire alphabet? Well, I, I, don't, I don't remember. I don't think... 5, 10, 15 treasures. Oh, so, yeah, it's not even that many. There you go. Um, and no worries if you do not... Uh, figure out where they all are once you have beaten the game and you restart the game um, if you go on the world map or you go into a world you can actually see uh, blinking dots in all the stages where a hidden treasure is still available so um, pretty cool that they did that to help you out a little bit uh, yep mm -hmm. oh yeah that's uh, that's Wario Land there you go that is Wario Land yeah and the planet's really good too. Yeah, it's just it's a it's a planet with Wario's face on mm -hmm, it. Mm -hmm. a, take that, Mario! You stupid statue. <laughs> Nerd. Uh oh, yeah. And then if you do get the planet, it does say "perfect game" at the end. So. No, oh, I did not know that. Yeah. <coughs> I just I just watched the credits. Oh, okay. I forgot about it. <laughs> I was like, I'm like, I'm pretty sure there's something with the planet ending, but yeah, it says perfect game. Yeah, but it does require like almost ten thousand coins for you to collect. Yeah, it requires you to not <laughs> yeah. go outside, and it takes way too long. Yeah. I mean, the bonus Fun. games can help you a little bit for sure, but they are also well, the one that gives you money is pure RNG, so. Have fun with that, right? To get that. So. <laughs> True. Yeah, we didn't talk about the bonus games, but if you finish a stage, you go into like a little section where you can choose either the bucket game or the bomb golf golf game. Uh, the bucket game is literally you pull either the left or right bucket, either a bag of cash falls out, which doubles your money, or either a weight falls out, which uh, cuts your money in half. So it's it's pure RNG. Uh, the bomb one is fun to do, but it only gives you extra lives. Oh. Yeah. No. Then we got the cover art. I actually like the cover art quite a bit for this game. It's so good. Um, and the one I have here is like an HD upscaled redrawing of it that I found online like, what, 10 years ago? And I, I saved it, and it's still on my computer. Because uh, it looks amazing this way. Yeah, it's super good. So it's... right, Kind of like front and center, you got... Is that DD is that DD Duck right there? Yeah. In the, in the, in the crow's nest? Yeah, it's two, two dangerous ducks, I guess. Yeah. So you got, you got a duck with binoculars in the crow's nest checking out Wario, who's like jumping over the ocean just get done bouncing off of a, a dangerous duck uh who is happy and f about to belly flop into the water uh where in the background you have Buckethead, you have the the wandering goom uh and then you have the fat bird thing back there with another 
crow thing back there, like eyeballing Wario, like better better watch yourself type deal. Mm-hmm. Then you have the island, which is lush and green, and then in the background, it's almost like a Wily castle, where you have <laughs> right. like this raised like pillar, and on top of it is like this like skull domain of like where your enemy is at. It honestly looks like a Wily castle. Absolutely, yeah. And you can you can spot Mount Teapots on the left, uh, the Parsley Woods yeah. on on the right. Uh, sadly, they didn't include like the beach and uh, Stove Canyon and uh, Sherbert Island. Uh, I guess they ran out of room. <laughs> but uh, it would have been cool if they showed the entire island. But there's a there's a pretty cool image of it in the manual. Uh, yeah, you can always check that. There's out. a very yeah. There's a really nice map of the over of the overworld in the manual. Mm-hmm. They did a really nice job with that. Yeah, when I like as a kid, when I looked at the manual actually, because you can see uh, the Capri Sea and the Fork Tree. Uh, I always thought those were extra stages, uh, but yeah, the the Fork Tree you go in there when you're in the Parsley Woods, and I guess the Capri Sea is just. Well, the sea. <laughs> it's it's just how it's called, so... Uh, yeah. But yeah, I always wondered if there were more stages when I was a kid and I didn't have access to the internet and things like that, but... Yeah. Trivia. Well, let's get some trivia here. Yeah. ROM hack? Yeah, it's the colored version. Oh. So it's, yeah. The, the DX the D- or, DX they or whatever it. they call it, yeah. So this game also has one of those hacks. Uh, pretty cool to check out, because it makes the game a lot more lively, and it definitely deserves it. But yeah. The... Yeah. <laughs> but the rest of the trivia, um, so... Mario Land Super Mario Land 3 was actually only intended to be a sequel to the other Super Mario Land games, but it proved so popular that it spawned its own game series. Uh, and it deserved it. I absolutely love the, the Wario Land series. Um, and that includes Wario World and uh, Shake Dimension. Those, uh, Well, I think Shake Dimension is 5. Technically, a world is not technically a land game, but... Not just not just call it a land game, whatever. Uh, th- those are fun games. Um, and then some random trivia. When you initially enter Parsley Woods, it's the name of it is spelled correctly on the uh, on the overworld screen. Though after the lake gets drained, the name of the map is misspelled, uh, saying, "Well, it's of course hard to <laughs> to show this, but Parsley is P." A-R-S-L-E-Y and after the lake is drained it actually says P-A-R-S-E-L-Y Why? I don't know. Seems odd to me, but it happens. So There you go. That is odd. Yeah, Yeah, that's that's the trivia for this game. There's so many DX ROM hacks. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Oh god, Castlevania the Adventure DX. (laughs) Let's not play that one. Oh, unless it has a speed hack on it as well, then it's fine. But <laughs> There's so many. <laughs> oh, 
Castlevania the Adventure Improved okay. Controls. Wow. I like how there's like three different versions of Wario Land Super Mario 3 Color Edition. Mm-hmm. DX. Game Boy Color Edition. So come on. <laughs> hey. oh, there's an amazing Penguin DX. Oh my god. <laughs> now that is amazing. King, King James Bible DX? Oh my god. I can read the Bible in color. <laughs> oh boy. I don't know if you've ever played Count Sheep in that game, but it is awesome. I will. It uses pass. words you've never thought of before. <laughs> 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 Having played King James Bible on stream, you t- <laughs> <laughs> no, thank you. You do you do things you don't typically would ever do in a Bible. <laughs> <laughs> like 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 look up the word ass. Look up that quite a bit. It's actually in the Bible quite it a bit. It is in the in the Bible quite yeah. a bit. There's a lot of asses yeah. in the Bible. True. Yeah. <laughs> and cancer. <laughs> <laughs> We're not saying Barbara. anything that's wrong. There are a lot of asses in the Bible. Come on. <laughs> All right, we're going to take a short break. When we come back, we'll give you the thoughts and history of the game, retro achievements, so speed run stuff, and of course, uh, the amazing unscripted outro. Stay tuned. Welcome back, everybody. Mo, we'll start with you for your thoughts and history with the game. <clears throat> yes. That was my throat. Jesus. Um, <laughs> all right. So, yeah, th- this game was just... Wow. It opened a whole new world for me. It, it was a revelation for me when I got it as a kid. And it was very formative for my taste in games moving forward. Um, that fun character, heavy focus on exploration and finding secrets. She, 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 yeah, that thing. Secrets. Uh, <laughs> uh, which went to a whole other level in the sequel, by the way, which is definitely one of my top three Game Boy games of all time. Um, and it's just a lot of fun throughout. Like It, it has a little tongue-in-cheek humor throughout it. And it, it formed the character of Wario... Uh, better than it did in Super Mario Land 2, where it was just a random film that nobody had ever heard of, and one that you actually do not see until the end of the game. Like, he's not very present in that game. Um, So I'm glad they took a chance and made a game about him. Um, I played this constantly as a kid, but probably always from the start to to the end, and not, like, trying to collect coins. So I do not think... I ever got the planet ending, but I probably did come close to it. Um, but I'm pretty sure I thought the castle was the highest thing you can get. And uh, like we said earlier, it takes a lot of time to get those 10,000 coins. And that was just 
it was more fun replaying the game than trying to just get some coins to uh, to actually get that perfect ending. Um, since then, Wario became my favorite uh, Mario franchise character. Um, and I'm really, really glad that this game did so well that uh, Nintendo decided to to actually go ahead and give him his, uh, his own series, which has stopped years ago after Shake Dimension, sadly. Uh, I do hope one day he will get a Switch game or something like that. And it doesn't have to be a Wario World uh, type of deal, uh, which was a fine game, but it was Treasure that made it and it did lack some of the spirit that the Wario Land games have. Um, and Wario Land 4, I do not like that much, to be honest. It, it's... I don't know. There, there's something not sitting right with me. But 2 and 3, oh boy, those games are yeah some of my favorite games of all time. Uh, so I hope they will make something uh, a little bit more similar to that again. Um, and not more WarioWare games. Even those are fun as well, but those are not Wario Land games, of course. Oh. Yeah. Those are uh, my thoughts and history with this game. Are you saying you don't like Wario on Virtual Boy? I have never played it, but it does look really good, actually. It's actually yeah. Really fun, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's actually super mm -hmm. fun. Um, yeah, this is one of the few games I had growing up as well. Uh, this was this and Balloon Kid were my my road trip games. I remember the first time I beat this game was on a road trip uh, to go visit some relatives in Kentucky. And uh, I, the dragon hat was always my favorite because I liked breathing fire. And I always get mad because I can never find the secrets. <laughs> so I always ended up with like the lock cabin as my ending. Aww, yeah. but, uh, but as a kid, I wasn't much for like exploring and stuff like that. As a kid, I just wanted to like play through the game and mm -hmm. beat them. So, uh, but really beyond that, uh, like fun game, awesome game. Uh, I I remember I played and beat it quite a bit. This was a game I would swap with friends pretty often, where uh, like I would swap this one for like Mario Land Two or um, uh, Turtles or Zelda or stuff like that. So. Uh, mostly because it was a quote-unquote Mario game, so people knew what it was, mm -hmm. unlike unlike Balloon Kid. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, uh, not as sentimental to me as it is with you, but I, I definitely I still have my original copy as a kid as well too, with the original manual. So, yeah, I, th uh, I think I do as well. Yeah. But mine would be in Dutch, probably. Uh, I know I scanned it. I still have it here on my computer. I'm not actually sure. Scans I see here, that will help. Um, let's see here. If I can find it. Oh yeah, it's in French and Dutch. Yeah, there you go. But it's the same manual, otherwise, like, just has yeah. those two things. Yeah, really cool. I still have it. Though. Cool. Uh, looks like there might be some retro retro achievements available for this thing. Yeah, and pretty decent list. 
Um, I apparently tried it out because <laughs> I have most of them. Uh, yeah, it, it's basically just play the game, really. Um, and perfect the game because apparently I did get perfect game on the achievement. So oh. for getting uh, everything. Um, there's three of them I don't have and that's the ones in the bombing gallery minigame. Uh, I guess I just didn't try them, but, uh, besides that, it's, it's literally just beat the game and get the perfect ending. Um, if you do that, you will get most of the achievements. Then there's three for the other minigame with the buckets. Uh, let me see. Walk away from the coin bonus game with over 500 coins. Um... Win money back three times in a row and get the the weight three times in a row. So yeah, those are RNG based. And then the bombing gallery is... Uh, there's three different courses. Um, if you finish them, you will also get an achievement. So yeah, decent list. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Uh, Speedruns. This game definitely has some speedrun love to it. Mm -hmm. um, especially within the last... Within this last year, uh, Vlack SR bettering the world record uh, from his previous time. His world record is now uh, 22 minutes and 28 seconds for any percent, which uh, there are a lot of glitches in this game, or rather, a lot of a lot of major skips in this mm -hmm. game that can occur. Uh, if you're interested in learning the any percent route and uh, and understanding the the tricks and glitches, uh, head over to the uh, Mario Land One Speedrun.com uh, leaderboard and, and guides. Uh, Cranky Kong made a nice YouTube video of how the uh, major glitches and whatnot work in the game. Uh, no major skips. Cranky Kong is the world record holder for this one at 36 minutes and two seconds. Uh, right behind him is Flack SR, um, and then glitchless Cranky Kong is world record holder with 40 minutes and 50 seconds. So. Mm -hmm. And some of the glitches, kinda, are very easy to pull off because you can just skip some levels oh, yeah. on the overworld by holding down a uh, direction <clears throat> on your control pads when you go to a stage. Uh, those are very fun to do. You should definitely try and check yeah. them out. Um, there is, however, one in Parsley Woods that if you do it and you would fail the stage... Uh, you would softlock the game because uh, you skip draining the lake, I believe. Um, and if you mess it up, you're like stuck in some kind of state that you cannot progress through the level anymore. So uh, be careful with that one. But uh, there's like one in Rice Beach that I know. There's two in... Um, what's the Lava World again? Uh in Stove Canyon that are super easy. And there's one in SSD Cup that is super easy to do. Uh, so yeah, if you just want to check it out sometime to play around with the game. Yeah, that's fun. The other glitches are a little bit more technical. Uh, yeah. yeah. Well, you will you will have to learn those. But those are very easy to do. And you can repeat them over and over again until they work. So, yeah. Yep. Um... Yeah, there's a lot of resources for the game here. Like, there's practice ROMs and auto splitters and stuff mm -hmm. like that. So, this game definitely has uh, stuff to help you out if you're wanting to get into the speedrunning uh, section of this game. Otherwise, do we have any questions from our. I don't think so. No, I, uh... 
Oh, Y'all are lazy. <laughs> Lex said, uh, how come as they kept making Super Mario Land games, they kept getting worse? <laughs> yeah, no. Nope. I mean, she's not wrong. She's not wrong. But... <laughs> Two bit crooks said they knew they peaked with Super Mario Land 3. That's also correct. Uh, uh, that's pretty much <laughs> Casino says that this game is harder than, than they expected. Uh, that they are surprised that they managed to beat it as a kid. Uh, I, I don't think so. I think it's pretty easy. Um, I, yeah, it's a pretty easy yeah. game. I, I don't think the difficulty curve in the game is there, really. Yeah, except for Sherbert uh, Land. That, that, yeah, that, Sherbert, but, uh, Sherbert but yeah, that's because it's a hidden world. Like You can expect that. It's kind of like the Star World in Super Mario World. Um, but way easier. <laughs> but but I mean, you can compare it to that. It's like really a secret world that tests your uh, tests your abilities. Plus, it's ice physics all throughout the stage, so of course it's harder. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. No, yeah. That's, that's uh, pretty much it, I think. Yeah. All right. Community events. First and foremost, Kirby's Dreamland Knockout One Night Only Tournament, <laughs> May twentieth. 1 p.m. Eastern, hosted by me and Infinite Mystery. Be there or be square. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'll watch if I can. I, I, but... <laughs> hope, I hope. I hope we get a lot of runners for it. It's gonna be so cool. It's such a good game to run. Yeah, it's it's to fun. watch people just like, oh, I got a bad crack. Oh, I lost. Well, yep. <laughs> so, yeah. Well, everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> and that is the reason why I'm not participating because the last time I did it, I not only had the worst Krakow <laughs> RNG, but I also had a one and a half minute DDD fight. And I was like, never again. Yeah, well, <laughs> maybe uh, you should learn all the glitches. Oh, yeah, all the glitches. <laughs> the, the RNG manip, yeah, no, I'm. I'm that, that takes the fun out of the game for me, it actually. It really does. Oh, it really yeah. does, yeah. <laughs> um, on top of that, we have Homebrew Blitz on RGL TV uh, June 10th at 1 p.m. Eastern Time. I don't even know what this entails yet. Yeah, me neither. Uh, there's nothing, nothing in the pin messages. Like, I, I don't know. I'm curious. I like homebrews. Uh <laughs> <laughs> I like homebrews. And then we got Games Done Quick uh, coming up at the end of this month here. Let me pull up the website. Summer Games Done Quick, May 28th through June 4th. Uh, if you are going to the event, uh, let me know. I'd love to say hi to you, hang out with you for a little bit. I'll be there. I don't know if I'll be there every day, but I'll be there heavily throughout the week. Because uh, I'm not staying at the hotel this year, too expensive. <laughs> um, it is just wait like if if it was the Bloomington hotel, like it was like the past summer games done quick, I would have stayed at the hotel. But like the hotel is in downtown Minneapolis, and uh, I don't like downtown Minneapolis. <laughs> so heavy heavy live here. <laughs> um, but uh, let's see here. We got uh, any Game Boy stuff. Michael Jackson's Moonwalker. Oh my god! Oh, that's been watched. <laughs> that's a hundred percent getting watched. 
Uh, Link Between Worlds 3DS. So I got a little bit of a handheld there. Uh, wow. A lot of PC games. Holy smokes. Yeah. A lot of PC games. Oh my god. Is this ESA? <laughs> this is all PC games. Oh my god. Hooray. I feel like I'm just looking at ESA right now. <laughs> That's usually mostly PC games, right? Is it just the one? Oh, here we go. Zelda Four Swords Adventure for the Game Boy Advance. <laughs> Is that all the handheld I got in? Come on. You know they don't like handheld at CDQ, so... I haven't seen a Pokemon, though. <laughs> Thank God. Well, I mean, there's a there's Pokemon Scarlet Violet for the Switch, but, like... It is dominantly PC games. I would say like it is like eighty percent PC games. <laughs> Literally ESA. Uh yeah, well. Just uh Switch? Minish Cap is on the Switch? Oh the GBA online thing. Yeah. Oh right, I forgot all about that. Minish Cap is my favorite Zelda, by the way. You should watch that one. That one's uh, that was opening day at six o'clock my time, so central, which is like two a.m., three a.m. your time. <laughs> wow. Yeah. <laughs> nope. <laughs> something, like, something like that. That's a nope. But uh, yeah, I don't know. Check it out; it'll be fun. Like I said, if you're going, if you're going to GDQ, let me know. Uh, I'd love to hang out, talk shop, do whatever. Um, just let me know what days, because like I said, I don't know if I'll be there every day. I'll be there most of it, but we'll see. Uh, also, we got Power Up with Pride about to kick off in June. So yeah, we got Power Up with Pride 2023 benefiting the Trevor Project. That'll be going from June 23rd to June 25th, so a weekend-long event. Um, I haven't submitted to this marathon, so I don't know what I'm doing quite yet. But I don't mm. think they have a schedule out yet either for this. Right. Uh, I believe they are looking for volunteers, though. So if you are wanting to help out with an online marathon, uh, I believe they are... Looking for some sort of uh, some sort of help, probably like chat, man, like chat admining stuff mm-hmm, like that. Mm-hmm. So, um, well, uh, there's plenty more that's going to be happening. Um, pull up ESA real quick. Well, don't type in ESA in the Google chat. Some weird stuff. There we go. European speedrunner assembly. I haven't watched the ESA in a hot minute either. <laughs> nope, me neither. Uh, ESA Summer 2023 will be happening July 22nd through July 29th. Uh, I don't think anything is active for this yet, but they are raising money for their charity partner, uh, Al- Alzheimer Font, Alzheimer Fonden. Yeah, the Swedish Alzheimer's uh, Foundation. Yeah. So. Uh, and obviously, this will take place in 
uh, Sweden hmm. as, as as normal. Malmo, probably. I'm not sure. But... Yeah, Malmo. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, submissions. Submission phases uh, was open, it looks like, until the 30th. Ah. But it looks like everything else is still... Yeah, everything else is still open. So if you're European or planning on going to ESA, they're still taking volunteer applications. Tickets are still available. Uh, the schedule will release uh, June 11th. So... Oh, and it's the uh, submission phase for Chase games and unreleased games, May 29th and May 31st. So if there's new games coming out and you're looking to submit them, there's you got a second chance at the end of the month. Cool. Yeah, that's super cool. Oh, there's some tickets. Of early bird tickets are 1,250 sec. <laughs> the hell's a sec? Swedish crowns. What is that in dollars? What is that I in freedom have money? No idea. What is that in freedom money? One Swedish krona is a penny. Wow, Sweden, you're down bad, aren't you? <laughs> so Joe, you holy shit, that's expensive. <laughs> $122 for the early bird ticket? Yeah. What? <laughs> hey, Europe is expensive. $137 for just general admission? Okay, the reason this is dumb, GDQ cost me, what was it, $80, I think, this year? Yeah. For a week. For a week, right. Holy hell. <laughs> Sweden is a very expensive country, by the way. Just <laughs> God. That's a mini heart attack. I don't even live in the damn country. <laughs> Jesus. What's wrong with you over there? Blame hero. Inflation, I don't know. inflation taking control? Like, God damn. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Jesus. <laughs> um, Alright, well Now that I had a Mini heart attack Seeing just how expensive Sweden is To go to ESA for a week Also, make sure to check out The Game Boy Showdown uh, The Game Boy Showdown starts in approximately 7 days So by the time this episode comes out It'll probably be happening um, last year at this point, we had around 60 to 70 people join in and we are already at over 220 participants. Uh, last year we had around 200 people join the Game Boy Showdown by the end of the jam and 40 entries uploaded. Uh, so yeah, make sure to keep an eye out on itch.io, uh, on the jam page for the Game Boy Jam. Uh, <laughs> If you have any thoughts, suggestions uh, for the podcast, we'd love to hear them. We're always open for uh, for feedback. We'd love to hear it. We'd love to, love to hear how to make this show a better a better listening and sometimes viewing experience for you all. Um, 
You can find me, Eat Bloody Candy, on Twitch, Twitter, YouTube. Twitch, Twitter, YouTube. Instagram, and TikTok. Where can I find you, Mo? You can find me on, well, <laughs> not as much anymore on Twitch. Uh, Twitter, YouTube, and Instagram, all slash uh, Mule, which is uh, written M-O-E-L-L-E-U-H. Uh, that that's all I have. But yeah, Twitch. Uh, <laughs> I'm on hiatus. Let's uh, just call it like that. But yeah, I'm still mostly active, I guess, on on Instagram, maybe. But you can you can just reach me there. Like I, I still check messages and things like that on all my platforms. That's that's not really an issue. Uh, yeah. Imagine streaming on Twitch in 2023. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I barely stream that much anymore <laughs> either. Um, you can find our awesome, wonderful producer, Sprinty Legs. Uh, Sprinty Legs on Twitch and Twitter. Legs on YouTube. And you can check out her project website, www.sprintylegs.com. Uh, she's been very active in the fighting uh, the fighting game scene recently, more so with uh, Sailor Moon. So. Yeah. Uh, so you have to go ahead and talk to her if you're interested in learning about fighting stuff and fighting sticks and just stuff that I'm not good at. Um, <laughs> I'm so bad at fighting. Yeah, me too. Patreon, uh, <laughs> we have a Patreon. We do have a Patreon. Uh, if you want to be a patron, you do get some access, some sneak peeks. Uh, to some things behind the scenes, such as notes, bloopers, uh, premieres to Haunt Hunters, whenever Mo and I actually have a chance to do that stuff again. Mm -hmm. uh, we haven't done a Haunt Hunter in almost a year. <laughs> wow, yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, the last one we did was Fishing Vacation, so, yeah, that's... which was the Game Boy Horror game. Well, it was fun. It is fun, yeah. It was a fun game. Uh, but you get premier access to that, so you get to be the first ones to watch them. Um, you get connected to Discord, so you can see some of the behind-the-scenes stuff that happens in Discord as well, too. Uh, yeah. If your Patreon isn't your thing, because subscriptions, everything is a subscription-based nowadays. Uh, we do got PayPal. Uh, the only thing with PayPal is if you do support us through that please let one of us know so we can thank you and reach out to you in some form of uh say thank you uh because we can't tie discord or anything of the sort to to paypal mm. um we do have a merch store uh merch.thisisgameboy.com where we have some pretty uh outdated stuff at this point <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the shirt, like, there's still relevant logos. It's just, like, we haven't added anything yeah, new yeah. to it. And right. We haven't added anything to it in the last, like, year. <laughs> I'm, I'm actually uh, wearing a shirt, right, the limited edition shirt right now. I, mine's in the, folded up in the dresser right now. But uh, hopefully we get some new stuff, like stickers. And uh, hopefully we get some stuff out and running. Yeah. Uh, for people here soon, so I know uh, I know Mo was working on something mm. a little bit. And... Yeah, I have to. I have to get uh, I, to I've it. been 
I've been drawing up some stuff too, but I'm not good at drawing on a digital tablet, so we'll see how that works <laughs> out. Uh, money, it's like money's tight. Money's always always tight, especially in the world that we live in today. Uh, that's fine. You can always support us non-monetarily. Just listening to the episodes, giving us a five-star rating on, on your favorite podcast thing that you listen to. Write a little thing and be like, wow, EBC and Bo know exactly what they're talking about. And they never lie in any of the episodes. True Lies is probably still the best episode to date, followed by Amazing Penguin and their detective work on how the Amazing Penguin is actually not an innocent penguin at all, but a seductive uh, undercover penguin. Mm-hmm, so, mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> <laughs> there you go. I just wrote a review for you all. Just copy, just copy paste it, and five star rating. Uh, <laughs> 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 um, it helps out tremendously, especially the more listens we get, the higher up on lists we get, the more reviews that we more good reviews that we get, the higher up on lists that we get. So we get more eyes on the on our very, very niche podcast. So um, again, thank you all that do listen to the podcast. Thank you, new listeners that are coming by. Hopefully you stick around. Uh, and uh, yeah. I missed it. Oh, and you can find all that information on this is this is gameboy.com. Exactly. Yeah. For easy access to did everything. I, did I miss anything? I don't think so, no. I think that pretty think pretty I much did. wraps it up for sure. It's a uh, it's a pretty well scripted uh, outro. <laughs> right. I definitely I definitely read it verbatim. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely verbatim. <laughs> Definitely don't have it not written down. Uh, let's see. It's my turn to choose the next game. That is correct. Yes. All right. Which Batman are we doing? <laughs> well, there's four of them. So. Well, I was thinking but, of Batgun. Batgun is the most. Yeah, like all, all four of them are very unique in their own way. Well, Batgun. Bad guns crazy because you shoot people yeah, as Batman. Yeah. Let's do bat. Let's do bat. Gun. Right. Batman the video game. All right. Yeah. They. We're doing. We're doing bad gun. We're going with. Uh... Oh damn! Why am I forgetting his name now? <laughs> Jack. No. <laughs> the guy who plays Batman. I love that actor, and now I can't come up with his name. Michael. Yeah. Keaton, thank you. The best. Yeah. The, 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 best, the best. The best Batman. Batman. Yeah. The best Batman. Yep. Love that oh, guy. The best. The best Batman. Not Christian Bale. Christian Bale did an okay job. Yeah, it was fine. Michael Keaton. Michael Keaton will forever be the best Batman. It is absolutely true. Because Tim Burton Batmans were phenomenal. Yeah. Uh, George Clooney sucked. <laughs> Val Kilmer sucked. <laughs> Val Kilmer sucks. Nobody even remembers Val Kilmer most of the time. Ben Affleck was mediocre. Yeah, he was fine. Like he, it it was more a script problem than than an Affleck problem. I actually liked Robert Pattinson as Batman. Oh yeah, yeah, I I totally forgot. Yeah, it it was. That was. Yeah, it was good. Yeah, yeah, that was good. But Michael Michael Keaton. Yeah, you, you cannot you cannot beat Michael Keaton. I'm I'm sorry, everyone. No. 
So yeah, the next time you hear from Mo and I, we'll be talking about Batman, the video game, which is the first Batman on Game Boy. Yeah, and I kind of have a feeling we're going to talk more about the movie than the actual game. So it's true lies part two. (laughs) Bat God. (laughs) Until next time. Ta-ta. See you all later. Perfect. Very much you write wow. all the intros. Write the <laughs> intros from now on. <laughs> wow. Wow. Or if, or if you're from the GDQ crowd, wow. <laughs> Depending on which American accent you have, probably. Wow. Like the, the new, has, like the the new, new York, New York Mario. <laughs> wow, Mario. Wah. Wah. <laughs>